This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From gutters to landscaping, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel, and everything in between, it's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host... Big time, Mike McGivern on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, welcome into the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host and for right now special guest. <laughs> he is Bingo Emmons, Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Call creativeconstruction.com. How you been? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know they bring me in whenever they need ratings up. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. Well, as I told you, man, I I've seen you more this week than I've seen my wife. Yeah. yeah we uh we had fun at the uh, the Nary Golf Outing. The Foundation Golf Outing was a big hit, I think. Oh yeah, it was a uh, it was a little toasty. You, yeah, I was. That's why I was hoping a sauna guy would come in here to tell us because we were in a sauna. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was hot up there. We so I sit on a part three. About 130 yards. I have not picked up a golf club in two years. Last time I picked up a golf club was at the Nary Foundation two years ago. And uh, so I am on the, the creative construction hole. It's a par three. And the deal is foursomes come up. And Deb Evans, who is Bingo's wife, goes up and says, give me five bucks. And they're like, what? Give me five bucks. And the deal is if you beat my shot. You get, uh, for the $5, you get a raffle ticket for the 50-50 raffle. And if you beat my shot, you get a, you get a second ticket for that 50-50. And Deb, who I thought going in was like my teammate, she was on my team. And that turned out not well, to that be was the case. Well, that was original <laughs> plan. <laughs> I know. I know. She was rooting against me. I don't know. Has she played team sports before? Well, uh, well when someone would show up and he's like, he says, well, I don't know if I want to bet against Mike. He says, oh, trust me, he has the water. He's horrible. <laughs> That's what she said. I heard her say, he's horrible. Yeah. Just give me five bucks, you'll win. Yeah. What's and, weird is every once in a while you'd be like, wow. That's like, you're like a pro golfer. I know. And the rest of the time I was like, you got to be kidding. So <laughs> here's the first 10 foursomes. I think we had 32 foursomes or something come through. The first 10, five or six of those groups used my shot. And I thought, as soon as bingo, as soon as I thought, wow. I'm pretty good here. It start it went it went to heck in hand basket quickly. In fact, I hit one and the guy goes, I didn't even know there was water on the right. Look how far you hit that like you didn't even come close. I said, Hey, I have no idea where it's going. And then a couple of them I hit, you know, four, five, six feet from the cup. I mean, really good shots. And then they, the one time the water's like it's 40 yards away. I didn't hit it far enough to go into the water. <laughs> yeah, so, I remember yeah, we hit that and I was like, oh, that's going in the water. Yeah, Never mind. It's not even close enough to go in the water. So, and then Deb would, every time somebody beat me, she'd come up and like go, na, 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 you lost. And, I, and I'm like, Deb, you, you and I are teammates here. She's like, no, I don't want you to win. I want you to lose every time. The, the best part for me is the last foursome that came through. They said, look, we're 14 under. And 
15 under we think's got a chance to win this thing. So we, we're going to need your help here. And I said, if you guys are 14 under, you're not going to need my help. And I hit one, and it went right over the pin and then rolled back to about four or five feet from the cup. And these guys looked at me, and I just was – and I thought, this is a great way to end this thing. And they they put took my shot, put it in, and got to 15 under. I don't know what won it, but when I was leaving, I think somebody else was 16 under, and they were 15 under, so maybe they took second. But it was – look, I had a chance to meet a lot of people I haven't met before, and it was interesting because a lot of those guys, some of those guys, don't know a lot about this show. And I would say, hey, have you been invited to come on the show? And they said, uh, no. And I said, well, let's, let me invite you. So I think, and I talked to Allison and talked to Michelle, we're going to do a much better job of inviting all NARI members to join us here. Kind of like, you know, the guy from Master Spas, Ryan Stearns is supposed to be here, but uh, something obviously happened and I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. And they've got a big sale coming up in a couple of weeks that we wanted to promote um, with him. And, and maybe we'll get a chance to do that later in the show or, or certainly. Yeah, I, had a bunch uh, of que- I had my list of questions. I want to know, like, how hard it is to take care of these hot tubs, you know, because you see people, some of these people have only seen you like they're chemists. Right. Yeah. And I was just, we were just, I was just hoping he was here so he could answer some of these questions. So hopefully he makes it. Yeah, I hope so too. And and if not, we'll just move on and we'll talk a little bit more about Nary. Um, let me ask you something. With the Nary Foundation and the money that was raised in the golf outing, uh, first of all, I thought the golf outing was 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 really well run. I oh, it was. Yeah, it was. A, it was. It seemed to be very well organized. But you know, we've been doing it for a lot of years. Right. So it's it's great. A lot of fundraisers. A lot of great prizes. Yeah, I agree with that. The food was good. You get it from Bunzels. The food's good. Um, there's always people around. You need water. The golf cart girls are always around. Is there anything you need? Um, and then the Nary people, the front office people, are driving through to check in. Anything you guys need? Because it was hot. Boy, I'll tell you what. Once we got done, and you guys are going to have a dinner and the auction and all that. Man, I got. I had to take a shower. I was done. I mean, I, I literally went to bed that night at like well, eight, I'm a, eight thirty. I'm, a, I'm the president of the area, so I had to hang around to you know help lock up the well, place. <laughs> and you know, I got a call. I was about. I got on Lisbon. And I was probably six, seven miles away, and I get a call from Ray Hoffman from Current Electric, and they they had they sponsored a hole and they were raising money um, for Kingdom Prep, which is uh, a school off of Seventy Sixth Street uh, in Wauwatosa, and. He calls, he goes, where are you? I said, I'm, you know, I'm down to, you know, about six, seven miles away. He goes, you left already? I go, yeah, man, I'm exhausted and I'm sweating. I got to take a shower here. And he said, and I said, what do you need? He said, I want you to pick our winner because we, we have this raffle. And I said, I'm not turning around for that. He said, okay, I'll find Diane and, 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 and get it done. And I asked him, I said, how did it go for you guys today? He said, really well. I mean, it was hot, but you know, you know these guys at Current Electric. Well, they're, they're, they're actually just one hole away from us, right? They're on that. four. Yeah. Yep, or yeah. three. We're on four. They're on yeah. three. Yeah, they're on three. Yeah, and they had a foursome. They they had you know guys that Steve Brown came through and Joe came yeah. through, and they're foursome. Steve Brown's been talking smack for six months, and I didn't hit a good shot, but I hit a shot better than him. Do you know my favorite was was uh, Tom Tom Mainville talking smack. Mm-hmm. I hit a good shot, a decent shot. It was on the green. He hit one. It hit the trees. It hit the golf cart path. It hit the golf cart path again, and it bounced up, and it was like five feet closer to the hole than mine was. And he goes, ah, I beat you. I go, you can't take that. You hit the tree. And he goes, where did it land? 
And I go, that's just not fair, Matt. Yeah, you miss. Yeah, that was kind of neat, though. When he did hit the bike trail or whatever, the golf cart trail, Yeah, that thing took a nice bounce. The great bounce. And it hit it again. So it got, it went up, it got closer to the green, it hit the path again, and somehow took a kick to the left. It's like, you know, it was like a miniature golf. Yeah, he hit the he hit the clown's nose or something, yeah. and it and it rolled up on the green. And he goes, "I beat you." I said, "You can't take that." And he goes, "Yes, I can." Look at who's closer. So he'll next time he's in, we'll talk a little smack about it because he uh, he was talking. My favorite was Steve Brown because he has been just chirping, and uh, he hit a I hit a bad shot, and he hit an even worse shot. And he goes, "I'm gonna I'm gonna take a mulligan and hit it again," and I go, "But I beat you." He goes, not if I know. And so he hit a shot. Then I hit a second shot and beat his second shot as well. So, you know, the boys yeah, are I don't understand. Why, why, you know, I don't know. I'm not a golfer. So, but why would they take a mulligan when they get to use your shot? Well, because my shot, the first one was bad. But oh. the second one wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, it's, a lot of those guys ended up using my shot, which I was surprised at because well, I remember the Blifford crew. They're like, "All right, that's the best shot we're going to have yeah, all day." <laughs> they almost picked their balls up and just said, "Hey, we're just going to yeah, go and, yeah. and and use it." So, look, it was really good to see all the people uh, that I know from this show and from the Nary events that I'm involved in. Look, we're Nary members here, so we understand the importance and 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 how good it is to be a member and be part of that family. And it was great to see a lot of the guys that I know. But it was really good to meet a lot of new people. And, you know, these guys are out there having fun, raising money for a great cause. Do you know um, w- w- the Nary Foundation, what will they do with the money that we raised on, on, on this week? Uh, it goes for scholarships. A lot of it goes for scholarships. Some of it's projects. Um, you know, there was a, you know, kind of went and make any news for a while. Some, some contractor uh, took a down payment on some vet and, um, you know, and whatever, you know, this ran away with the money. So, you know, Jason and his J&J crew and the foundation chipped in and helped out and, you know, helped save the guy and did it for the money that he lost. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff the foundation does. And for more information, um, Nary Milwaukee, you can go right to Nary Milwaukee and, and go to the foundation page to find out some of the things that they do. And and we've had this conversation a lot, Bingo. I Oh, scholar, you know, I was reminded about scholarships, too. We do a lot of scholarships, especially if people want to get into the trades. Um, you know, and it's it's sometimes it's hard for us to, if you can get people to even apply for it. And yeah. we know, right? And we know where people out there. Like, man, I just can't afford to go to you know the, the W you know whatever MATC, WCTC, WCTC. Yep. I can't afford it. They're actually at the at the golf outing too. Um, we can't get people to go to it, and we're like, we got money standing here. Right. We're trying to give them money to go. Right. It's sitting here. So go, go on that website if you've got. Uh, if you've got a son or daughter, if you personally, you know, thinking about either your displaced employee or thinking about maybe trying to get into the trades and you want to go to WCTC, to MATC, there are scholarships available with the kind of events that, that Nary Milwaukee did uh, this week, this golf hunting that we've we've been doing the golf hunting for really, you guys have been doing a long time. I've been involved um, the last five or six years. And you go to NaryMilwaukee.org. Uh, Go to the foundation page, and it really it lays it out very clearly what you have to do to apply for one of these scholarships. And and like Bingo said, there's money sitting there. So if you want to do that, um, I, I would highly recommend it. Son or daughter, you know, niece, nephew, something like that, grandson, granddaughter that you know is looking to get in the trades. This is the perfect time. They graduated from high school. They're not sure exactly the direction. They're you know they're working at 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 some place that probably isn't a long term 
future for them. In fact, there was a kid that, uh, Kern Electric, speaking of those guys, they were at my house uh, last week. I had no electricity in my garage. And they had to build, they had, they had to dig a trench from my house to the garage and get electricity in it. And it's probably the first time in 20 years I've had lights that worked in my garage. And I'm standing around with Steve Brown and Joe, and there's a young guy digging, and we're just watching. And I said, guys, I, feel, I got more. You are, I, is this like a city project or? What do you mean? Well, because what, you know, six guys oh, yeah, standing there on you go. Yeah, but I'm pumped. Thank you. I missed that one. But it, I said, guys, I have more shovels in the garage. And they're like, no, he's fine. And I said, no, I kind of feel bad. And they said, no, no, he, this is, look, we've all been through it. We've all been laborers. This is how you start. And and he, and the kid, young kid was like, no, I'm good. I got this. And I said, well, can I get you some water or something? He said, no, I have my own stuff. You guys keep doing what you're doing. Let me do what I'm doing. Well, when those guys left, I talked to this young guy. And I said, how long have you been doing this? He said, almost a year now. I said, what do you think? He goes, I love it. He said, I'm learning so much. These guys are so good and teaching me this, that this is what my career is going to be. He was probably 19, 19 years old, something like that, bingo. And he had a clear path on exactly where he was going to be in 5, 10, 15 years. And he said, look, I'm doing all the, all the labor stuff now, but trust me, once I dig this trench, then it's time for me to start to learn because they're going to teach me exactly what your garage needs and, and I'm going to sit back and watch and take notes and get all this stuff so that I can, I, I'm going to be an electrician one day. But right now I've got to do this kind of work to get to where they're at. And I'm okay with that. Don't feel bad for me. And it's, it's just awesome that some people are still getting into it. Uh, just, uh, uh, Jesse from Milestone just hired a, a person, like brand new apprentice. And actually, you know, my sister called me up and says, Hey, do you know a plumber? And I said, sure. So I said, uh, so I told him to call Jesse. Jesse has a brand new apprentice. Uh, and my, you would not know and how happy these young kids are to be in a profession. And did you ever see like a, you ever see a plumber? Did you ever see a poor plumber? Did you ever see a poor electrician? No, I, poor have, I have it. Those no. guys usually have pretty nice houses and, you know, they have all night toys. You know, and it's not like, I'm, I'm not trying to talk people out of college because we get to educate tomorrow stuff with our family foundation thing. Um, it's, but there's people that just aren't cut off for college. I mean, it's, you know, look at Zach. Zach, he got accepted on MOSE. It was going to go to uh, lacrosse. It, and he, he just loves what he's doing. Right. And But do you know, you know what his college debt is? Huh. Zero. Yeah. Zip. He no college debt. He makes more money than any of his friends. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he works really hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's really good at what he does. Look, I thought Zach was my favorite, Emmett. I did. Love you. Love death. Oh. Now, now I love Sammy. Oh, Sam. Sammy Joe's. Yeah. yeah, I just enjoyed. I really enjoyed her on set, on, on at the golf hunting. She she came in my cart and she helped work that hole and and she was helping your mom and she's just a really nice young lady. Yeah, yep. you guys did great. Yeah, you got good kids. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, we're going to continue to talk about uh, about Neri Neri Milwaukee. I want to ask Bingo, um, what are some of the classes that are coming up? Uh, soon we'll continue to talk about the foundation. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big-time Mike McGivern, only on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your questions at 414-799-1250. Oh, welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host and big special guest. He's Bingo Emmons. 
Uh, we we're hoping to have Ryan Stearns from Master Spas on. Something must have happened. Again, I hope uh, everything's okay with him. Now, they've got a big sale coming up in a couple of weeks. Go to masterspaswi.com. You want to know lo- more about that company, some of the things that Ryan Stearns and, and the people from Master Spas do. Well, I want to get a Master Spa. Maybe he get misunderstood and he's installing it today. You know what? That could <laughs> that could be it. I hope he's taking some pictures. It's funny because at the, the golf outing, you were like, man, I'm looking forward to that show because I have some questions. Well, I mean, I'm going to try to, you know. See if Put you some can, pressure on him. We're kind of a discount here. Yeah, and Ryan, I think Ryan Stearns would be the guy, too. Yeah. I think he would be the guy. Hey, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the educational side that Nary offers. And the question I've always had, and we've never had a lot of time to talk about this, if somebody is not a Nary member, are there ways for them to get certified in other areas in, in, in the way that you guys certify? You actually can, you know, there is non-member there is, is non-member prices that that they do, but you but once you um, someone shows up as a non-member, they're going to become a member because it just doesn't make sense. Right. The benefit, you know, I mean, the benefits of the networking and and the the part that you learn. Yeah, we do we do our education and um and you know you can do it online or you can do it in class. But the reason why classes are, are so successful because when you show up, you know, there's ten or twelve people that become your friends. Yeah. And even though there might be competitors. You know, they all start helping each other out. If if these guys want to get those certifications that Nary offers and not go, is there other places they can go to get those certifications? Can they go to MATC? Can they go to WCTC? Uh, you could, but you might not. You're not going to get these specific classes because I teach them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we start this. You know, we start the first week of October. We're going to do the project management, and then the UDCP, which is Universal Design, which is you know for you know. With the silver tsunami, everybody getting old, and a lot of people want to stay in their own house. You know, we teach them, you know, how to how to handle that. Okay, can I talk about that part? Sure. Because Universal Design, when when I started doing this show, I had no idea aging in place is what it was called then, and now it's Universal Design. They've kind of changed the name. Well, because- we, we they made it so it's not just you know not just for wheelchairs or just people. I mean, Universal Design means that anybody can can operate it. Right. Can operate a home. And 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 that that whole category has really exploded. It seemed to me when I again years ago when we started doing the show, there was a couple of people within the Nary family that were that that was a big part of what they did, but not everybody. And now it's it's if you're gonna be doing um if you're if you're a contractor that's doing indoor and inside the house, you, you almost have to be able to be to be able to speak the language of somebody in universal design, correct? Yeah, and what universal design is also real popular for is remodelers. I mean, you know, they, you know, we teach them how, you know, when they're when they're remodeling someone's bathroom, they're in their thirties, right? They're thirties, forties, right? right? But we teach them, how, you know, how to put uh, plywood in a bathroom. So later on, they put grab bars in a house thirty years from now. Yeah, you know, we, you know, how to make the make the doors the right width, make the lighting. And uh, and you work on all of that, you know, like a raised dishwasher, and just things that'll help them from when they get older. They don't have to. You don't have to uh, make really big changes. And so, it, 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 and that's what I was saying. Look, when I had remodelers in early, um, I would say, "Do you want to talk about this?" And some would go, "No," because we don't. You know, I don't know a lot about it. There isn't anybody anymore that comes in that that is in a remodeler. That if I say, "Do you want to talk about universal design?" They'll be like, "Sure." Yeah, I'm not certified, but I know enough about it because we do enough. 
And and it's not only the the bathroom and the kitchen, but you're talking about basements, talking about um, you know living areas, living space, pretty much any part of your house now. When you're remodeling, you should take into consideration the universal design. The the other part with this is in the beginning when I was doing the show, people would say, "Hey, look, if you're if you know you're going to stay in your house for three to five years, you're not just you're you're getting out in a year. If you're going to stay there three to five, do all this so that you're comfortable. Do it so you can take advantage of this when you're when you're thinking. Don't think about what's the resale value." Is this going to make the sale of my house easier? Is it going to make the dollars I'm going to be able to bring in? Because if you have no idea what the housing market is going to be like in five years, and if you know you're going to stay in your house at least three and maybe for 20, make sure that you take into consideration this universal design. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, yeah, universal. We just teach them things like, um, you know, the, the standard, or like when you do a bathroom now, right? You, you tile the whole floor because someday when you take the cabinet down so they can make a wheelchair accessible, right? It's already tiled. So, and you do things like that. It's, it's so, and um, that's where you should always, when you ask for a contractor, so you get one that has UDCP or initials. And there's another one called uh, CAPS, which is from another organization that's it's, it's in the same boat. Um, because it, it's like things, some things after a while become the standard. It's like automatic transmission. They were designed for people that had, you know, they, they couldn't shift, it, you know, had problems. Now it's just automatic. You don't think about it. Nobody even it, thinks it just, about it. It just comes that way. Hey, when you teach those classes, um, do you find that when you, before you teach the class for the first time, how much how much are you learning by teaching it? I learn things. That, that's the fun part about teaching. We said, why do you guys teach us? Why do you teach us every year? Because I, you know, pretty much do it for, you know, for free. Yeah. And, um, and then they, they charge. Um, you know, Nary charges for what it, you know, their cost, but I do it because I learned so much because they, everybody has a problem or situation that they came into. I mean, there's people that they run into th- situations and, you know, then what are you do a class and he, there's all new experiences and some, so all oh, this is what we always do. You know, and one guy come in time and he had a magnet on a, on a string that's 16 inches long. And I says, you know, he says, I always had trouble finding a stud. He goes, well, let me show you something. And I was like, man, I learned how to find a stud in a wooden wall. Like you wouldn't, you know, I said, I didn't even know this is like magic to me. You know, you learn things. Yeah. And you learn other things like, you know, people, you know, like, you know, what, what clean stuff better. You know, you can't use turpentine on, on kills or something. You got to use, you know, you know, just detrimental alcohol. There's different things that you learn as time goes on where people that do repairs and do work and you say, oh, okay. And I didn't know because they just, they just do what they do. And then right. I, I learned things. Well, and that's when, when we did, um, and, and Zach's going to come in uh, either next week, I think next week, and, and record a commercial because Creative Construction is going to sponsor um, our Badger reports and all that again. And I thank you for that. But one of the things on that commercial that, that runs now with Zach and I is he said, look, we've been around sixth generation. So if I don't know, certainly my dad knows. And if my dad doesn't know, certainly my grandfather knows. And, and so... You know, that kind of stuff, I, I don't know how – it's just so valuable for, for consumers if they work with somebody like Creative Construction or like these guys that you're talking about. They've been doing this for a long time. So any issues that, that you know, have come up, they've either been mentored how to fix it or they, they have figured it out on their own and they've gone about, you know, being able to teach other people. And I think that's a really, you know, strong point for these NARI members. Yeah, and – and um, you know, the, Diane always talks about this too. When we talk about classes and stuff, that the people that when you take a class, 
You know, you take your friends. You, the people that when I took my first class, I work with all the time. I mean, we became friends, and we're not we're, we're and we rely on each other because you know, do you think a sixteen week grilling course? Is, you know, it's not. You don't just show up and just pass. Well, you, that, that you really have to learn your stuff. That was the funny part. Um, is you know somebody like Tracy Grosspeach, right? She was in here and. She was like, yeah, I'm starting this class next week. And she was kind of like, yeah, I'll be fine. You know, I've been in this business a long time. And then she came back six weeks later. Now she's in the middle of the class. She said, I had no clue. I had no clue how much I didn't know and how much I'm learning and how much I have to study. And then she made some comments about the teacher behind his back a little bit, yeah. that he was a little <laughs> tougher than she thought that would be you. And then she came in. It was a while after. And I said, how did that go? She said, I, it was like being back in college. She goes, I, I crammed the night before. I'd been studying along. She's, but I barely slept the night before because I was nervous. And I passed and I, and I got my certification. She said, it was not an easy putt. It, that was a yeah. tough class. And you have to earn it. Not everybody passes it. You have to earn it. It's not something you guys just hand out easily. Right. Yeah, it isn't one of those, what, it's not one of those things, those seminars where you show up, you get a certificate at the end of it. And what uh, we, we teach them, it's, you know, it isn't like we teach them how to be a plumber, how to be an electrician. We teach them about plumbing, about HVAC, about electricity, about things. So when you, when you, when you're, when you're, when you're a contractor and you hire an electrician and he says, ah, that'll be fine. You go, well, wait, I was always taught that you can't have money, more of this money amps per circuit. You need to run an amp. And he goes, nah, that'll be fine. I mean, you'll, you will know when you, what you can't do and uh, what you can't even can't do, even with plumbing. You know, um, you know how to do their, their air breakers and all the things that they do. So if you hire a guy and he says, "Yeah, he's just gonna skip that or something," you know what to do, right? And you know what to look for, and it it, it separates you. You know, because we always talk about the nary contractor are, are they're awesome, but this is who you know. Like I always do once a year, make everybody stand up. I mean, who are the best nary contractors? Right. Who are them? And look for people with, their, with credentials. And you see some of these guys with business cards and gals with business cards that are NERI members, and they have a lot of initials. And they're very proud of them. They don't really yeah, proud of them. And you, you have to maintain them. You, when you get your initials, they don't say, okay, good, I'm done. You have to maintain 10 credits a year. You got to stay constantly teaching, constantly learning, uh, you know, and always improving. Because people with those, with those certifications, those are people that are, they, go, they go the extra mile. They're always learning. They're always, you know, I mean, when you talk to them next year, they picked up 10 more credits doing more things. Wow. Hey, let's get to a break. We'll continue conversation with Bingo Emmons. And again, Ryan Stearns from Master Spas, I thought was going to join us. They've got a big, uh, a big sale coming up in a couple of weeks, and we wanted to talk to him about that. So hopefully he's doing okay. Masterspaswi.com is their website. Uh, Creative Construction of Wisconsin, their website is callcreativeconstruction.com. CallCreativeConstruction.com. If you've listened to the show before, you know that Bingo Emmons, that company is as good as anybody, maybe in the Midwest, maybe in the country, when it comes to plaster and stucco. If you have any questions regarding that, these are the guys to call. Again, their website is CallCreativeConstruction.com. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057fmthefan.com. Uh, welcome back to the uh, Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. 
Mike McGivern alongside Bingo Emmons. Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Hey, from 11-1 today, guys, uh, West Dallas Pick and Save on 67th and National. Raising money for the West Dallas, boy, West Dallas Central boys basketball team. Dave Malachik and his group, uh, the Mighty Bulldogs, going to be over there. Uh, 11-1 in front of that pick and save on 67th and National. Uh, selling Johnsonville brats. Uh, I want to thank Johnsonville and Brownberry Buns for getting involved. We do this every Saturday, and we raise money for a different group. Uh, within about a mile of the store. And and this week, it's uh, the West Dallas uh, Central Boys basketball team. They had a great year last year, got up to state. Dave Malachek is, is an awfully good basketball coach and does a good job with that program over there. And we're going to raise some money. Johnsonville Brats are 2 bucks. They've got waters and soda, stuff like that. So I want to thank that pick and save on 67th National. If you listen to any of the other stuff that I do, pick and save you know, cares a lot about uh, our community and our kids and, and does a lot of things with me, uh, along with Leroy Butler here on 105.7 FM, the fan. So I want to yeah, thank What about Pick that box? Say, Can I open that box? You cannot. No. There's a really big box in the, in the lobby. It's it Leroy was, Butler. I am a knife. Was, open it. You can't. He took He took the knife. You, I can't, you can't open that. It was his birthday on Friday. But he's not here. He's not here. It'll be here Monday, though. It's like when you do a raffle and someone doesn't show up next. Yeah, you know what? It's it, it came through the mail. It, it is a big box. I'd like to know it. It wasn't ticking. I did put my ear to it. Um, so if it like a Bears fan sends something up to Leroy, <laughs> something like that. Um, well, usually a lot of time he has food and stuff. So yeah, I don't think that's food. I I don't know what's in that box. But somebody else sent flowers and a beautiful balloon that's sitting up at the front because he was there. Him and Gary were in a golf outing on Friday. So on his birthday, he was still out working and and. Uh, uh, giving back to the community the way Leroy does. If you've not heard Leroy speak uh, and you get a chance to do it, go see it. His, uh, I, I'll tell you what, I had him come to speak uh, with, to my basketball team two years ago. And to get probably 45 young men between freshman and senior year to sit in a classroom and pay attention for an hour is a very difficult thing to do. And Leroy Butler had that audience, man. Whenever I see him, he's always cooking stuff. Yeah, you should. You, his life story is incredible. The stuff that he has uh, he has done, and what I didn't realize about him is he he couldn't walk. He couldn't walk till he was like in first grade. He had those big, as he calls them, Forrest, Forrest Gump braces on, and kids would make fun of him, and he'd say, "I don't care. I'm going to play in the NFL." And they go, "You can't even run. You can barely walk." And he goes, "I'm telling you, that's what I'm going to do." And he asked his grandmother once because he. He said, look, Grandma, I'm sick and tired. Kids are all making fun of me. And she said, you know, the Lord's given everybody special powers. He said, what did he give me? And she said, he gave you to deflect people making fun of you because you know, baby, what you're going to do. What are you going to do when you get older? He said, I'm going to play in the NFL. She said, there you go. Don't listen to them. They're jealous of you. And he's telling our kids this stuff. And where he grew up, Bingo, was a really tough part of Jacksonville, Florida. He said they had 28 murders in 31 days one time. And he, I said, how'd you get it? He said, I just kept my head down. He said, I, I knew I didn't want to get in, involved with any of that. He said, I had really strong family, you know, making sure that I took care of my business in the classroom. And he said, I loved playing sports, big basketball player, big football player. And so he was able to do that. And the, the, the way we got on the Leroy Butler stories, I just, again, want to thank Pick and Save. Uh, today from 11 to 1, Johnsonville Broadstop, raising money for the West Dallas Central Boys basketball team 67th and national. Hey, let's get back into the Nary, uh, the Nary stuff that we were talking about. So the classes start when in October? 
Yeah, we start in October. We start for uh, actually product management and universal design. And in the springtime, we do uh, the certified remodeler and the certified remodeling specialist. Also, uh, carpenters, CLC, you know, is that when you see on the cards. Because when you see on our on people business cards, it'll be like CLC, CRPM, UDCP. Right. And those are actually just designations, you know, abbreviations of the, of the certifications that they carry. And when you, when you, when you, when you hire a contractor, um, you know, always look to see what the certifications are and ask them what those mean. Uh, on the end of them, and they'll be glad to tell you because they're very proud of those those certifications. Hey, um, they they're really proud. You know what? You you ask them, and they and they literally they, they their shoulders go up, and they go here's and here's what I had to do. And it's to always get a, those. it's the same because a lot of times you know when we do when I do the golf outing, I sometimes will run the education hole and talk about nah, I really don't need those. I don't you know care about those. And when you get them, they're like, look at I got this, and they they're really proud, and it, they'll display it, and I'll say certified remodeler. You know, they'll have stickers on their trucks. They'll say certified remodeler on staff. When you go to the when you go to the spring show or the fall show, you can always see it, that little plaques that'll say what they're just a certified remodeler specialist. That doesn't mean that they're just that's just an award. That's something that they have and they're proud of it. And it just when you see the certified remodeling specialist on staff or those those initials, you know they're constantly constantly educating themselves. Those are people that they go the extra mile. And you think about it. Somebody has when you see all these initials on their end, you know that if they work in your house, they're going to go the extra distance because it's what they do. So, is it product or project manager? Project manager. Project managers. As so, well. talk about that that class. So these these are guys. And, and look, if you've had job, if you've had some remodeling done, you know you have a project manager, and that that project manager basically has to be the most organized of the whole group. Because he's going to make, or she is going to make sure that everything is done correctly. He stays and, on schedule. He watches schedules. They teach how that happens. You know, what happens if you're ordering, you're ordering something and uh, it doesn't show? How do you get around? How do you change your timeline? How do you change your schedules to accommodate uh, for that? How to handle problems uh, if you have trouble with a subcontractor? How, you know, you get a neighbor. Uh, they go, what project manager teaches you what they call stakeholders. Everybody's involved. The neighbors can be involved. The building inspectors are involved. All those how to handle situations uh, with all the people that are involved in a project, not just the homeowner that you're working on. It, it teaches you how to how to you know how to keep a site safe, right? How to, how to you know how to keep how to and, keep a homeowner informed. And these guys sometimes are juggling three, four, five projects at a time. Yeah, you got some abusive project managers. I mean, you know, look at like you know J and J, one of those companies that just have stuff going on all over. You know, they were project manager for the project managers. Well, I'll tell you what, they're project managers because we've used them, um, especially for our bath when we when we had a problem with our tub. Um, Terry works out of her home. So, you know, the, she's going to be the person that, that they have to deal with a little bit more than me because she's there on site. And she was so impressed. You know, their, their, their project manager, just he just kept her informed. He would come in the morning and say, here's what's going to happen today. Then he'd come, you know, near the end of the day to make sure everything that he talked about was happening and happened. And then he would say, okay, tomorrow, here's what I'm thinking. And we might make some some tweaks because we're a little bit ahead of schedule. So we're going to do this, do this. She felt in the evening when I'd come home from work, she felt really involved in this whole thing. And, and he kept her informed and it made her really comfortable and making her comfortable then makes me comfortable, and and that's what a good project manager does, right? Yeah, I'm just telling you, like you know, you know, well, you have John Miners on the air. He was a student at one time. 
you know, in a lot of J and J contractors were just doing so one time. Now you, you like John's calling me up, he's product manager, and now he's actually helping because of the experience, you know, of the experience that they had and what they learned. You know, they're actually starting they're helping teaching too. So John actually helps teach with project management. John's a good guy. Oh yeah. He's been around a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's uh, and and he's not I don't think there's too many things that he hasn't seen or had to work through. So it was interesting. Last time I saw him, and it's been a few months, I said, How you doing? He goes, Man. I am busy, and 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 I I could not be a good project manager, Bingo, because for me to be able to juggle three, four, five things at a time, I I'm more of a guy to to have one thing and let's go get that done, and then we'll worry about number two, and then we'll worry about three. I don't think you can do that as a project manager. You got to be able to juggle all those and make sure nothing falls. Yeah. In that class, do you you must teach some kind of organizational skills. Yeah, we time well, management. The hardest thing you, you you teach them how to do is how to make lists, how to check your list, and how to reanalyze. We you know we tell everybody you should look at your schedule, look at your list in the morning, and then at the end of the day, look at your list, make a schedule, and look at it and see what your corrections and write things down. And we we try to emphasize and write things down on what happened. What happened when the roofer didn't show up? What did you guys do? What happened when the plumber didn't show up? What did you do? What they you write down all the stuff what you did. So eventually. That's how you learn. You learn from things that you did in the past, patterns. If you ever, you know, let's say you have a, a, a subcontractor, a roofer or something, and he's, he's, this guy is $500 less than, than the other guy. But you look and you listen and say, you know, I've hired this guy a bunch of times, right? 50-50 chance he shows, right? The other guy's $500 more, but I, this guy is, if he says he's going to be there at 7, he's there at 7. Right. And you start, you start running your jobs that way, and it makes you a better contractor, not just, not a, you don't want to be a cheaper contractor, you want to be a better contractor. Hey, Bingo, do you find guys that are, that are remodelers, that are working, um, you know, as a carpenter or, you know, somebody that, that is, is working, like for a company like J&J, where they're actually redoing the bathroom, are those the guys that make really good project managers or is it somebody that hasn't that it is more on the management side and maybe hasn't swung a hammer before i think anybody that started from the bottom up makes the best worker ever i mean i started from the bottom up um you know every people in our company all start from the bottom up when you hire a guy and says well i you know i took a course or did something you know i mean i mean they just want to start off as a manager right it's not the same as a person that understands what it's like to work in the heat a guy who knows what it's like to work in a cold you work in the heat you know, you know, you're managing and say, hey, you guys, come on, you're not getting your square footage down. Or, you know, we'll just, you know, we're picking on roofers. Right. I mean, you're trying to do a roof in a hot sun like yesterday, and you're just tearing up the shreds. And a guy like, you know, why is it taking twice as long? What's wrong with you guys? A person that's worked on it will know. They'll understand. They'll understand better. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Bingo Emmons, Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Callcreativeconstruction.com is their website. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big-time Mike McGivern. Only on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your questions at 414-799-1250. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Bingo Emmons, Creative Construction of Wisconsin. I want to thank Mark from Service Master for the text. Why doesn't he come in studio? Yeah, and then was, uh, well, you know, speaking of uh, Service Master, you know, Sue is also, uh, she's also took that uh, project management class. Yeah. And not only that, she's like one of the first people to take uh, uh, the, other, the, the CR classes back in the old days. So she's what they call an MCR. 
Okay. Master certify your metal or so. I mean, Sue is just a service master. Everybody looks at those big yellow trucks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. They, they uh they do the same courses and yet and she's one of the one of the, one of the earlier times you know it's called MCR, which is a master certified remodeler. That means not only are they a CR, they take in other courses above and beyond, and they they maintain their outstanding reputation for over ten years. Yeah, I would look, Mark. If you're you're listening, obviously because you're sending big old text messages, book go to Allison and book a book a uh, a week with us because I'd love to talk about service master and some of the things that they do here. And uh, come on in and sit in studio again. Call Allison at. The, uh, the Nary Milwaukee office. If you're a, a Nary member and you have interest in being on this show, uh, and do you know you'll you'll do better than Ryan Stearns has done from Master Spies. We got to reschedule I, again. I hope he's okay. I hope, hope I still get my my discount on my. Yeah, I, I was get, I was planning on buying stuff today. You told me to be nice. Don't be ripping I him. I said, yeah, be nice because I, I need a deal. <laughs> you need to deal on something. But um, you know what? For a company, for a Nary company that has interest in coming sitting in studio and and. Uh, We'll spend an hour talking about your your company, and we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll talk an hour about how the company, how long you've been there, what the company, what the mission statement is, what you guys offer, why you're better than most, that kind of stuff, and uh, certainly Mark from Service Master do that. Give Allison a call. Pick a week that we have open. Um, I know that we've got some openings here coming up, but then come fall, we're really booked. So if you want to get in now or get in later in the fall or winter, yeah, I know you're getting Zach this fall. He's he's reserving a, a show. Good, excellent. Well, you can you can talk about you know all this. Well, you use them a lot at your house, so a ton. Well, right. then that, yeah. Look, I can't wait for him to come in because I will talk about him coming over and doing our wall. Boy, oh boy! It, if uh, if you saw what it looked like before. With those mirrors, I, I saw one time. I saw pictures where he was busting up your front sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, well, him and Mike. Yeah, yeah. Now, who's really busting up the sidewalk? Yeah, you're Mike right. was. Yeah, Zach was taking pictures, of, sitting you, by a tree. Hey, you know what Zach was? He was the project manager. Oh yeah, he was the project yeah. manager on that. And the picture now, Zach was working. The minute he took a break is when I took those pictures. So it looked like he wasn't working, and and Mike was doing all the yeah. work, and Mike laughed. Yeah, we made his feet up on a bucket watching. <laughs> and no doubt. You know what we're going to do with that, by the way? You know, um, I never put the the sod back on the side where they had to cut it out to put to lay in. Um, I have a project that I'm going to do here the next month that we're going to take brick, and we're going to line it up horizontal, not vertical, horizontal, down that path. And it's going to look really good. We picked out four different bricks and realized which one matches the house the best. And we're going to go, I don't know, we're going to buy the brick yet. Went to Home Depot and got the four samples, but I think I can, I think we'll, we'll go yeah, somewhere I guess I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, well, I can talk to you about this up there, but I actually, you know, from the PAPS. Yeah. I got those bricks from the, from the PAPS. You know, I still got seven pallets of those things. We bought them all out because, you know, a lot of homes while with Tulsa only have those Cream City bricks. Yeah. So we bought them all out. So, so to make sure that I could do any repair I need to do, we still have them. What color is it? Cream City. You know, yeah, you know, they're 125 years old. Yeah. You know what? How many on a pallet? Do you know? I never actually counted them. Well, we're going to need <laughs> 72 of them. Okay. I'm sure. I probably got 71. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Deb can find that. She'll have to no, take Debbie, care. Debbie, you should see our backyard. She makes her own patios with that stuff. She just She loves it. Maybe she can come and, and help me with that, or at least advise. I don't know what to put under. I have to put something under. Yeah, there's gravel that you got to put down. So a little gravel or yeah. something, and then it lays probably better, and, and that way the water doesn't get underneath yeah. that beautiful concrete that, that you guys did. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, we love it. 
and and I take pictures and send it because when the grandkids lived across street and they still they were over last night. In fact, we babysat last night. I had a little sleepover, but it was hard when they were little to walk up the path that we had, and it looked horrendous. And it was similar to there's there's little things that I think are little. I remember you had to get it done in time for Halloween or something. Because yes. it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad we had to go out and meet the yeah. kids. Um, at uh, on the, instead of having them walk up to the house, we had to go meet them because kids were tripping all the time. And uh, and you guys did did a nice job with that. Um, that's for sure. Hey, if we can, the the um, we're going to try to reach out to Zach to talk more about the foundation. He is uh, he's a board member, correct? Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, I texted him, but he's up in the Dells with his dog, so I, you know, he's not answering. No, that's all right. Um, what made him? Do you think um, get involved with with the the uh, the board and the foundation? I know that he, he that likes, kind of stuff. He is likes important. helping people, right? He really likes to help. He likes to get involved. You know, that's how we all get involved. That's how we got involved so heavily with Nary. We just help with setting up shows and just help doing things. And he likes the, he likes the cause. I mean, you know, we're doing something. Well, some projects you you know you can't really talk about because of the locations of them, but we're you know but there's some you know let's say like a woman's batter uh, women's shelter right right yeah we volunteer to go fix those and do and help with those kind of problems can, that can, kind of stuff. Can I ask you, Bingo? Where and I know where Zach got it from because I know Deb and I know you. Where did that come from? Was it was it Al? Was it your dad that 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 servant leadership kind of stuff? Did that come from him? Where you learned it? Uh, well. I think it'd be more more for my my grandma. Okay, my grandma, and my grandpa was a advocates you know, for the whole you know a lot of stuff back in. I remember in the sixties and seventies when I was young, they were always doing things. Yeah, you know, doing you know serving, helping out. So I, I know it goes far back that far. I'm a fifth generation, so it might even go back further. Right. It's interesting to me because I think some people have that in them, and other people don't. And the other people that don't just don't even notice it. Well, it's you know my grandma used to say people you know. Don't go around, you know, only first, only 1% of your saying where only 1% of the country can lead, only 1% of the people can actually be leads or be good bosses. Another thing is, you know, do something others, do others into, you know, what you want people to do to you. Right. Don't go out and say, well, I'm going to help this guy out if he helps me out first. No, help people out first. Right. If someone needs a shirt, give him a jacket. And that's just, that's just how we were brought up. Well, and, and that has a lot to say about creative construction of Wisconsin. Look, you'll see the red. You'll see the red trucks, you'll see the red shirts, and you'll see the work they do, which you won't see because they, unless you ask them, and maybe they'll talk to you a little bit about it, but they're not out there saying, look at all these nice things we're doing for people because that's not the way they do it. They just go ahead and do it, and then if you ask about it, they might mention it, but other than that, uh, they won't. Creative Construction of Wisconsin, callcreativeconstruction.com is is their website. When... Uh, when will we know how much money was raised for that golf outing? It come up in a couple of weeks. I'm sure whenever they have their meeting, they got to figure that out because you know they got a lot of auctions and you know they got to collect and pay the right. bills for the you know, golf course and all that stuff. And yeah, once they get that all figured out, you know there'll be a number. Yeah, usually by the next board meeting. Well, I look forward to that because I, you know they they we we're at Ironwood. They have three nines, and we had enough uh, foursomes that we used all three of the nines. And I thought Davey Amoroso and those guys did a really nice job with this one. It was it seemed to be very well organized. I mean, yeah. it, from the time I got there to the time we got done, somebody was always told me where I need to go, what I need to do. So it was pretty nice. Well, that was Deb. Probably <laughs> she was. She did not well, want to know, ride in the like, cart. She didn't want to ride in the cart with you. I could hear her three holes, like away when you were driving up to meet us at that hole, saying, "It was Let a me father's walk. hole away." I only got lost. 
I mean, then the lakes are in the way, and rivers are in the way, and golfers are in the way, and it's hard and to get there. Th- there's a couple of curves on that thing. Oh, yeah, that, I got that. I got threatening from death. That's it. I'm walking. I'm, Sam, stop. I'm walking. You're, Sammy had to kind of come with me. Yeah. And um, when we had to go to the left there when I was driving, that she was nervous. Hey, thank you for this. You know, I hope uh, everything's okay with Ryan Stearns from Master Spies. We'll get him back in studio here in the next couple of weeks. Bingo Emmons. Uh, go, go to callcreativeconstruction.com, their website. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Yeah, thanks. And thanks, you, thanks for inviting me. I like coming yeah, here. Yeah, you're welcome. This is the Nary Walkie Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.